From FL1 News, you are listening to episode 185 of the Inside the FLX podcast. Today, we have another conversation featuring a candidate for local elected office. Scott Johnson is vying to become SOTUS Town Supervisor in this November's general election. He's in studio with us today to talk about the town of SOTUS, issues he thinks need to be resolved, and so much more. Uh, thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So uh, let's start at the beginning of your campaign. Uh, what was the decision process like? How did you go from concerned citizen, we'll say, to I'm running for town supervisor? What's that decision process like? Walk us through that. I've, I've always been a SOTUS guy. Um, I ran for town council two years ago, um, got on the town council, um, and I talked to uh, our supervisor, Leroy, uh, before I decided to run, and he was retiring. After he announced his retirement, I decided to uh, pursue this, and for one simple reason that I'd like to make SOTUS a better place to live for all our residents and a better place to, for our visitors to visit. Mm -hmm. And obviously, family component always comes into it, talking to friends, family, that sort of thing. What were the kinds of things that you were hearing leading up to that decision that, that sort of made it click for you, say, yeah, this is the right time, let's do this? It, uh, it, it took a couple, three months. Um, obviously, my wife was very involved <laughs> because uh, she, uh, we always have these conversations, no matter what it is I'm getting into, whether it's coaching or another business or something. I, you know, she, I rely heavily on her opinion, and we started talking about it. Um, and uh, friends, I, I talked to friends about it. I got to admit, you know, some people just go, "What in the heck do you want to do this for?" I want to do it for the town of Sodus. Simple as that. You know, I, I want to do it because I want the job. Mm -hmm. I don't need the job. I want the job to help the town that I love. I'm a lifelong Sodus resident. I'm a Sodus guy. And obviously, lifelong resident. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, sort of the the change over. <coughs> excuse me. The change over the last say uh, ten to twenty to thirty years in a in a community like Sodus. Obviously, a lot of moving parts. A lot of changes economically and otherwise. Um, what are some of the things that you and uh, voters more broadly uh, notice and want to see some change in? Uh, unfortunately, uh, like any other small town, the Amazons, the Walmarts, um, y you know, the big box stores, BJ's have taken our mom and pop stores away from us to a certain degree. Uh, we still have some and we have some great shops and sodas. But I'd like to see that expand, find a way. You know, we got to think outside the box. We're not going to get an Amazon to come hire uh, 5,000 people in sodas. We need uh, small businesses. Um, we need to find a, a way to attract small businesses, 20, 30, 40 employees, that kind of thing. And, and that's, that unfortunately has changed the economics of sodas. Uh, you know, we used to have a lot of Xerox and Kodak employees living in soda, sodas and making a great wage. And with those two businesses uh, kind of declining the way they have, it has definitely hurt our town. How difficult is it for a community like Sodas to compete with some of the cities and suburbs uh, around, given how competitive it is right now, just to fight for what jobs and businesses are in New York State as it sits? It's very tough. I mean, there are, there are economic development uh, things. Wayne County is trying to help with their economic development. There, there are grants and, and um, uh, low interest loans out there for businesses. 
together and it's helping i mean you can see it in in some towns uh, it's not helping as sodas as much as i'd like to and that's what i'm going to shoot for to change you know i just like to bring bring more of that economic development that i see in ontario and possibly williamson two sodas mm -hmm. and when you look at the the role of town supervisor um what do you see that position as? Is it is it meant to be sort of a community organizer? Is it meant to be kind of like the, the leader in terms of having these conversations with businesses, with stakeholders? Um, or is it some kind of hybrid of, of community input and, and also trying to be that economic developer too? Uh, a little bit of everything. You know, I've, I've met with Pam Helming and Brian Mangtelow, uh, two really great people that are fighting to uh, help our region. Uh, it's it's pushing for help from them. It's it, it's it's everything. You know, you got to be a community organizer, and I have been for the last 40 years in SOTUS um, with different sports and, and different organizations. But uh, a manager, you know, you're going to manage the town. It, it may not be a business per se, but I think that's one of my strongest points as a people person. I've managed teams up to 75 uh, employees. Uh, I have the education in the business background um, to do that. And, and obviously tons of headlines over the last two years uh, with, with flooding uh, along the shoreline Lake Ontario. You're smirking because it's just been, it's one of the issues that no one has been able to escape along the shoreline. It's a horrible situation. Um, so when you look at that and, and you take the role of town supervisor uh, in a community like SOTUS, uh, where do you start? Like, what what do you, what conversation do you start with, or, or what do you lead with to sort of gauge what can be done, or what steps need to be taken at the local level to to help uh, resolve this situation in the long term? Um, Supervisor uh, Leroy and Sodas Point Mayor McDowell have, have been working tirelessly on this. On this, um, they really have. There's been many different things thrown out there. I mean, the latest was a $300 million throw from Cuomo to, to build up the lake shore and that kind of thing. But um, the, the, the plan is kind of a disaster from the start. Obviously, it's been in, this is the third year, and we've flooded two out of three, and this one's been worse than the first. So mm -hmm. um, th there are so many issues that... that uh, that it causes I mean besides the disaster to the to the homeowners and everything which is absolutely horrible um, they need relief 300 million doesn't really seem like it will be enough or that it'll go far enough and when it's also sort of mixed in uh, with a broader economic development slant I guess um, some of the concerns that we've heard range in the, the circle of is this an idea to to build economic development in these communities or is this to actually fix the infrastructure issues that got us here um, do you, would you like to see as a stakeholder in SOTUS would you like to see just more funding to fix the infrastructure along the shoreline so that this new normal as some people have called it doesn't keep happening over and over again uh, you know that that sounds good but I, I really don't think that's a solution because they keep raising the bar you know, they said the new normal, you know, 249 to 250, but then another federal uh, thing thought, uh, the, from the IGC, you know, get possibly build uh, your place up to 255, mm -hmm. and that floods the point. 
Right. You know, I, I was talking to Chris Turtnick, former mayor of Sodas Point, last night, and they say they want him to build it up to 255 to 257. He said that would put a nine-foot break wall in front of my house, <laughs> and he's on the water, and he's already flooded. So right. you, you wouldn't be able to see out of anywhere but the second story or the roof. Right. The, you know, we have to come up with a better plan. Obviously, there's been things floated all over. The, the, the one simple thing that I like, Rich Funky talked about it last weekend at the um, meeting up in the city, is, hey, let us go back to the old plan for just two years. Mm -hmm. Just two years to see what happens. But, and if, you know, if it's Mother Nature and it's uh, global warming, then we'll know, it, you know we're going to continue to flood. Yeah. If it isn't, if it's planned 2014, then I think we'll know that too. But uh, there's just there's no easy solution. I mean, I think Governor Cuomo could have done a lot earlier mm -hmm. just to slow this down. I think the IJC needs to do something now to slow this down. But if you really want to find the root cause, it wasn't about muskrats and other wildlife. It was about the money. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was about hydropower and shipping. Yeah. I mean, and there, there's a great video on YouTube that uh, that tells a, a fact-based true story about that. And I'll post that uh, link on my Facebook page for anybody that wants to watch it. And obviously when you talk about Plan 2014, um, a, a, lot of, a lot of folks have said like you, just roll it back. Let's just go back to the old plan. Does, there, does that sort of hollow into the point though that there needs to be more local representation in these federal, state, whatever, it doesn't matter. This is this is not a unique situation in that regard. Does there need to be more local input on these state and federal issues? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'll do whatever I can. I'll go to Albany as many times as I can. Uh, it need be. I will meet with with anybody that I can. Uh, I'll be glad to attend uh, meetings with with Senator Helming and Assemblyman Mangtelo. Um, we need to get uh, Representative Katko involved, and, and he is to somewhat. But uh, they need to see the effects um, of what it does. You know, Cuomo said he's going to sue the IJC. Uh, the IJC, that's not, it says that, that you can't do that. But again, every week there's something else that comes up. But I think a two-year rollback would be just great just to see where it actually lays. You know, if it, if it floods again, then maybe it's not 214. But boy, all the everything, all the evidence points to it. Now, one of the one of the items in some of your uh, campaign materials is has pointed to um, a focus on Camp Beachwood. Uh, so, walk us through what some of the things you'd like to see change there. What some of the maybe updates or, or fixes that you'd like to see to sort of bolster that a little bit and make it more of a community asset. You know, that's been a knock on Sodus that we don't have a lot. I mean, we have Sodus Point, and now that's in trouble. We got to fix that. That that's a, a big priority. Probably the biggest the 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 elephant in the room but we we received uh camp beachwood the state bought that uh from a friend of mine who's passed george reithel uh his farm and they have deeded that or not deeded i'm sorry they they have signed that to us for 15 years at a time mm -hmm. um, looking to renew i think we have about five more years on it but um, supervisor leroy has done quite a bit of work down there and i want to continue that um, there are things we can do down there as a community, I know you know. I'd like to have a Camp Beachwood committee. I know some really good people that are interested in making that a great park. 
and it can be you know there's camping down there there can be fishing down there um, we want to set up a bike trail working with Dan Callahan to hopefully do that um, walking trails there are nature um, bird watching sites that can be set up and I think there's a couple already um, we need to build rebuild the uh, the infrastructure the lean-tos and the and the and the stuff that are down there unfortunately last year we had arson um, we, vandalism is the main problem we have an excellent uh, caretaker there now in, in Salvatrozzi who uh, keeps very good care of it and soon as soon as we have the state which moves at state pace uh, install the electric down there we'll have a great surveillance system mm -hmm. to help with that but Camp Beachwood can be a huge asset for SOTUS. And when you sort of look at SOTUS as a whole, um, infrastructure is always something that comes up in these small communities, water, sewer, that sort of thing. Um, what are some of the concerns that you sort of have or see? Maybe they're not issues right this second, but they are things that, you, you know, SOTUS is gonna have to reckon with in the next two, three, four, five years. Is SOTUS facing that same or similar uh, challenge where you know they have uh, these looming infrastructure issues that they will have to deal with and a little bit of planning is going to be necessary to, to make it happen or make it fix yep uh, we we've tried to stay ahead of the curve we rebuilt two bridges at least two in the last two years since I've been on the board um, and I know they did a couple before that we have a, a major bridge in Soda Center next to the fire department that we've been working on uh, trying to get a grant to rebuild because it's been deemed historic so it costs 1.2 million to fix instead of 300,000 so that looks like that will be done in a couple of years we finally broke through on that one um, but uh, yeah the roads uh, you know you can always keep working on the roads we I don't think we have any major road problems in the town uh, so the, the infrastructure in SOTUS isn't bad because we've kind of tried to stay ahead of it and we you know we don't have a lot of overhead bridges and, and stuff right. that, that major cities or anything does but you can always continue to do more we have a great mm -hmm. superintendent of highways that stays on top of that you know spreads it out throughout the town uh, the money that we have available to um, to keep working on things and, and never let things get to the deterioration level Mm -hmm. you know, preventive maintenance is a lot cheaper than, than corrective maintenance. Amen to that. Uh, and, you know, obviously part of this responsibility is uh, serving on the, on the Wayne County Board of Supervisors. Yes, sir. Um, so when you look at Wayne County as a whole, um, what, are, what are a couple of the opportunities, maybe not just for SOTUS, but for Wayne County as a whole, to start to elevate itself and to sort of cash in on some of these opportunities that, that have you know, come to pass or, or come at least popped up on the radar in other uh, communities around Wayne County? Um, you know, and obviously I'm a Wayne County fan. I'm a SOTUS guy, but I'm a Wayne County, Wayne County resident too. And I'd, like you said, I would be on the Wayne County Board of Supervisors. I think solar is, is one, mm -hmm. you know, obviously. I mean, it was wind a few years ago and then solar kind of pushed that away, but they're both ample opportunities. And Wayne County has, has tried to stay ahead of this curve a little bit with their uh, uh, economic development committee. And I know that's brought some businesses into, into town. I've seen some ribbon cuttings lately um, with Senator Helming and Assemblyman Mankelo. They've, they've been doing tireless work to, uh, to help promote Wayne County. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that we need to do. You know, it, it, it comes down to uh, bringing the businesses in. 
and offering things, you know, if it's a, a, a bit of a tax exemption or, or there's different ways. You just have to think outside the box and get them here. And when you talk to voters who might be a little frustrated or a little tired uh, of, of politics or government, maybe not feeling like it's working for them, um, what's your elevator pitch to them um, to, to sort of get them on board with, with some of your goals and what you want to do? Um, you know, to give me a shot and to get involved. I want people involved. I do not have all the answers, <laughs> I, you know, I, but I'm willing to listen. I'm, a, I'm, I'm always willing to say I'm sorry. I'm willing to make a mistake and, and own up to it and fix it. Uh, but I want people to get involved, you know, and the first involvement you can make is voting, no matter who you vote for. Then you have a little more voice, you know, and it, it really it comes down to, to getting involved in your community. You know, I, I want everybody to be involved so that they can have a, they take pride in their town. You know, if, if you just sit back and complain, or you're a keyboard warrior on Facebook, that really doesn't help a whole lot. You know, come in, you know, if I'm lucky enough to get elected, come into my office. Tell me what you got. It. You know, I, I'll listen. I'm a listener. You know, like I said, I don't know everything. Never thought I did. Never will. But I, I'm willing to listen to anyone. Republican, Democrat, you know, doesn't matter to me. All right. Scott, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming in. Uh, great conversation. And uh, best of luck in the coming months as you get towards Election Day. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much.